0: it very clear to us from Psalm 35 verse 27 that God delights and takes pleasure in the prosperity of his servants. Amen. It was very clear to us. We did that yesterday. Now um, there's a scripture also want us to see tonight in the book of Proverbs chapter 11 verse 24. Proverbs 11 verse 24. I just want you to write these things down like I said so that we can be fast. Proverbs 11, verse 24. The Bible says, There is that scattered and yet increases, and there is that withholdeth more than its meat, but it tended to poverty. And I want you to meditate on that, because it's very important. Um, the message translation puts it this way. The wall of the generals gets larger and larger. The wall of the stingy gets smaller and smaller. I want you to know that Proverbs 11:24 The wall of the generous man gets larger and larger while the wall of the stingy person gets smaller and smaller. So, we are free to make a choice. Amen. And this agree with scripture that says the gift of a man makes room for him. You see? So it says Again I want to repeat that. The wall of the generous gets larger and larger. And the wall of the stingy gets smaller and smaller. Uh, the kingdom says there is that you scatter it. You see when you give it's like you're scattering seed. Amen. And yet increase it. You're scattering and yet it is increasing but unknown to you that what you are scattering is producing results. So he who doesn't scatter is not expected to get expansion. That's what he's saying. Hallelujah. So he says, there is that which scatter it and yet increase it. And there is that which withholding more than it's mean. But it tended to what? To poverty. So one of the roots, one of the ways uh, by which you can get into poverty is to be a stingy person. That's another good news, I'm sure. Amen. Hallelujah. Are we there? Okay. To scatter actually means to distribute. So he will distribute words. In the act of kindness, we'll be expecting profitability from God's blessing upon that which he or she scatters. And I want you to know that. The Christian liberality is the road to prosperity. Christian's liberality is the road to prosperity. If you want to prosper, you must be, become a liberal person. True Christian liberality is the road to prosperity. Hallelujah. The liberal man secures God's blessing upon everything he or she dispenses. So, one of the ways by which we can really come into prosperity in God is to be liberal in our giving. Hallelujah. I said, Hallelujah. Now, yesterday I was discussing with you uh, one widow, but basically I was explaining to. A cantile of widows in the Bible uh, Just write them down One of them you'll find in the book of First uh, Kings 17 From 7 to 16 That's the widow that Had the last loaf To eat, the last food to eat And then Elijah showed up And then He shared with Elijah And then the child died And then Elijah raised up the child Hallelujah that's the first widow we find there in First Kings chapter 17 if you read from verse 7 to 16. Hallelujah. And like we were discussing the benefit of, of giving, that tells you precisely that giving secures life for us. It secures life. Because you see, the food this woman was supposed to eat and die, finally there was food for himself and the child. And even when the child died, the child was also raised. Amen. So giving secures life for us. Praise the living God. Are you still there? Then the second widow that I would like to illustrate for you. I spoke a lot about her yesterday also. is found in Second Kings. I didn't give you the scripture. But it found in Second Kings chapter 4. If you look from verse 1 to 7. This is that widow that actually her two sons were to be taken into slavery and uh, you, 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 she was the wife of a prophet is that okay? and Elisha showed up and the record tells us here that she made it clear to Elijah that the two sons that she is having are have been taken into slavery and Elijah said okay what do you have? and then she talks about the cruise of oil from which the oil was finally multiplied and Elijah gave the instruction for her to begin to sell the oil to pay for her debts. Can you remember the story? Okay. So, that is that. And in that case, I said, if you have to write it as number two, it gives wisdom to overcome indebtedness. That's what I mentioned to you yesterday. It gives wisdom to overcome indebtedness. Generosity produces wisdom that will enable you to overcome indebtedness in your life. This woman was able to come to the place like I mentioned yesterday. Somebody who is an indebtor, I mean debtor, somebody whose children were to be taken into slavery because in the economy of Israel, if you can't pay your debt, they have to take you into slavery so that you can work out what you are owing. The only time you can be free from that slavery is when you come to the year of jubilee, which is almost about 25 years. When it comes to the year of Jubilee, the trumpet sounds, and then uh, you are released, as the case may be, fifty years. about. So, but before then, you have to be working as a slave. You are paying off the debt that you were owing, and that is what they wanted to come and do with these two children of this widow, whose husband has died. And so she cried out to Elijah, but then ministered to Elijah as well. I mean Elisha, and then the children. We're saved because finally she become an oe So, like I said, generosity gives you the grace to overcome indebtedness. Then, if you look at the story down the line again, uh, same first kings, I mean second kings 4. If you look at 18 to 17, I also illustrated about that woman that's the Shunemite woman, the woman of Shunem, where Elisha she recognized Elisha that Elisha was a man of God, and then, like I told you yesterday, she provided a table provided a bed, provided a candle or light, whatever as the case may be. In fact, she just gave comfort to the man of God. And by the time the man wanted to leave, he made the statement, shall I begin to introduce you to all the people who are around, as the case may be. Bring you to the place of popularity. Just like the scripture says, he will gives your gift will make room for you. You will not see before mere men, but be brought before great men. So, Elisha was to like introduce this woman To the men of the city Amen But she said no I'm amongst my people Remember the story And then finally it was discovered that she had no child And Elisha made a promise And that this time next year you're going to have your baby And so it was amen. And so I tried to make you understand yesterday That the generosity of this woman Actually produced um, Produced what the family Was expecting If, if I may put it that way they were actually believing God, if I may put it again that way, that they need to have a child. But there was no child. Now the act of this woman broke the spirit of barrenness. It wasn't just the issue of fasting and praying. It was the action that broke the spirit of barrenness. Are you are you following what I'm talking about? Now you find that the same thing happened to Sarah and Abraham. Or Abraham and Sarah, if you will. Amen? We are made to understand because Abraham and Sarah took care of the three men that were going through their way. They constrained these three men to eat as well. And by the time they finished eating, they never knew that they were actually ministering to the angels of God. And that was where the promise of Isaac came to be. So we can also discover that Sarah and, and, and Abraham got Isaac through generosity. Is that okay? The same thing that shown showed him to my God. It is simply through generosity that they got all their babies. It was not through any ceremony, any church organization, whatever, as the case may be. It was simply true generosity. Are we still together? Okay. So, I just want to be a little bit fast because we have so much to really. But there is something I would like you to note about this Shunemat woman. The Bible says she constrained the man of God. It's like she went out of her You know, she she just wanted to be sure. She compelled this man of God to sit behind and have all that she provided. And there is something that I used to like about this passage. You see, sometimes it is women who don't really create room for certain things to be done in homes. But it is this woman who noticed this is a man of God that is what we must do. There are two people that assist people that are found in the Bible: women and servants to great men. If you remember the Assyrian king that was leprous. it was a servant that introduced him to Elijah. Do you follow what I'm talking about? Servants and women should have greater mind in designing that which is godly. But unfortunately, I know, that to a very large degree, a lot of women doesn't give room for this. They don't even allow it. They don't even allow it. That's the truth. But I wish God can help us to understand that most times, if your husband is actually on that path, you should know that is God's leading. You should allow your husband to go on. You should even support... Hallelujah. Okay, so how many have we got there? Three? Barrenness, indebtedness, gives life. I think that's what we said. Or you start from life, indebtedness, and then uh, what is that? Broke barrenness. The next one I want you to say, number four, it brings peace and prosperity. Peace and prosperity. Giving brings peace and prosperity. I want you to see that from the book of uh, Daniel chapter 4. And we'll read from twenty-seven, um, 22 to 27. Uh, Daniel chapter 4. I'm going to read very fast. So you just write it down. Now, Nebuchadnezzar had a dream that was very terrible for him to interpret. Daniel chapter 4, 22 to 27. Are you there with me? And the Bible says, I'm reading from verse 24 here. This is the interpretation. O king, and this is the decree of the Most High... Which is come upon my Lord the King, that they shall drive thee from men, and thy dwelling shall be with the beasts of the field, and they shall make thee to eat grass as an oxen, and they shall wet thee with the dew of heaven, and seven times shall pass over thee. Did thou know that the most high ruleth in the kingdom of men, and give it to whosoever he will. Verse 26 And whereas they commanded to leave the stump of the tree, roots thy kingdom shall be shown unto thee after that thou shalt have known that the heavens will rule. Hallelujah. Then went for that to say, verse 27, wherefore, O king, let my counsel be acceptable unto thee. Now, Daniel is about to advise King Nebuchadnezzar on what to do because of his problem. Are you there? Come on, are you there with us? Okay. Wherefore, O King, let my counsel be acceptable unto thee, and break off thy sins by righteousness, and thy iniquity by showing mercy to the poor. If it may be, it lent me of thy tranquility. Hallelujah. Now, I'm going to read it from the basic Bible English. In order when it's simplified English translation. This is what it says. For this cause, O King, let my suggestion be pleasing to you, let your sins be covered by righteousness and your evil doing by mercy to the poor so that the time of your well-being may be longer. By implication of generosity, covers sins and prolong your days and your peace on the face of the earth. Daniel knew that and recommended it to the king. This is what you must do. Hallelujah. Did you see it? Did you see what I read there? Hallelujah. Therefore, O King, you knew King James said, Therefore, O King, let, the, let my advice be pleasing to you and break off your sins by righteousness and iniquity by showing mercy to the poor, whether there will be duration to your prosperity. Your days shall be longed Your throne shall be established as you show mercy to who? To the poor. Generosity. It produces peace. It produces tranquility. It lengthens your days on the face of the earth. Hallelujah. Did you see that? Praise the Lord. I just want you to think about it just a little bit. This one is directly connected to what we find in the book of Luke. Remember when I said you talk about break off their sins by being righteous? And your iniquities by showing mercy to the poor, perhaps there will be a lengthening of your prosperity, which has to do with your days. He was already, as it were, you can say, it was a prosperous man because he was a king. Now, the lengthening of your prosperity is directly connected to your generosity to the poor. Now, you see, I love Daniel when it comes to these. Perhaps it will have been a better advice, but then here was Daniel instead of saying, "Okay, you go and fast." Go and repent. Go and do this, go and do that. I don't know if you understand what I'm trying to say. He simply say, you just go and show mercy to the poor. Because he who shows mercy to the poor lends to the Lord. You see? Now if you have an issue now, you come to me and I say, oh, what's your problem? And you tell me, I say, okay, go and give to the poor. You say, this man doesn't know what he's doing. That's what you will say. I expect him to pray for me. I expect him to cast out the devil. I expect him to deliver me. And he saying, Let me go and show mercy. But that's what Daniel told him, man. Just go and show mercy to the poor. It will be a lengthening of your prosperity. That's what we don't know the power of giving. If you look at the book of Isaiah, I think 58, talking about fasting, you see what is there. This is the fast that I have of the... You remember that? Give to the poor, give to the old, deal this. It's giving. It's giving. And he said the glory of the Lord shall be your real reward. Your guidance, your protection. Hallelujah. Are we in the book of Luke chapter 11? Let's turn to Luke 11. Luke 11. Now remember. Daniel mentioned to the king about his righteousness. Is that okay? Let's see if Jesus said anything close to that as well. Luke 11, let's look at 39 to 41. Praise the Lord. The Lord is speaking to the Pharisees here. And he says, And the Lord said unto them, Now do ye Pharisees make clean the outside of the cup and the platter, but your inward part is full of reverie of wickedness. Ye fools, did not he that make that which is without May that which is within also, but rather give arms of such things as you have, and behold, all things are clean unto you. Give arms as you have, and all things are clean unto you. The other thing is talking about has to do with your righteous life because the activities of the Pharisees was being done to exhibit righteousness. Remember the prayer of the Pharisees and the other man. Is that okay? I fast every day and all that. So, every bit of what we're doing speaks of their righteousness. Now, here is what Jesus is recommending. If you want to, in other words, your righteousness is outward, but if you want inner righteousness, this is what you must do. Give arms of such things that you have. Did you see it? Hallelujah. In other words, give your inner life, your love, your mercy, your compassion, etc., to the blessing of mankind, and then your inner purity will make your proof against outward defilement. Hallelujah. And I say, my not, don't tell me how righteous you are. When, in the true sense, there is no single act of mercy? Of compassion flowing from you, Amen. Hallelujah. So you find that your inner man is truly healed through your benevolence, through your giving. And he who cannot have this, and release and manifest it, is a hypocrite.